Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Last week, you guys um, went transformed as these giant bug-like creatures. Oh, do you have a pencil? You good? Okay. Um, you went as these giant bug-like creatures. Which you can give me that back, Rick. Mm-hmm. You can give me that paper back. So you guys went as these creatures and infiltrated a Myrmidon hive. And when you got inside, you kind of crawled around a little bit. It was basically like a gigantic ant colony. Um, you were able to make your way down to the queen's chamber. Um, once you got down to the queen's chamber, um, you realized that there were these two golem robot creatures that were hiding in the back. 
So golems are robots. Um, they're warforged in D&D. I call them golems. That's what they originally called way back when, whenever they were created in, in our history. And golems, because they're robotic, the bugs can't detect them. Right? Just like a real bug flying around, a, bug, a bug's not going to mind a car coming at it, right? Because it can't sense the car coming towards it. So just like, just like, um, like a robot would affect an insect, the insects could not detect these bugs, or detect these robots. So you guys went there with the sole purpose of feeding one of these queen myrmidons, these queen wasp bugs, a, 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 um, a shard that had the spell of Dominic Monster Cast on it. Um, and the hopes that you would have this kind of connection with the bug queen. And it worked. Um, just as um, some kind of craziness started going on, the, the queen myrmidon recognized you guys. Um, you guys saw these golems and a, a battle ensued. Um, the golems did enough damage to turn you guys from your polymorphic nature from bugs back to yourselves. So at first that was kind of scary because you're in the middle of this anthill surrounded by these giant bugs that like to implant eggs in you and leave you for dead. Uh, thankfully, the queen myrmidon um, relayed a dronic message, a drone message to the rest of the bugs in the hive and said, don't touch you. And it worked out. Um, you guys were able to get out. You destroyed the golems. Oh, that's right. You gotta pick one of those five right in front of you. Look at all five of them and pick which figure you like the best. <coughs> um, you guys were able to escape, get back out, jump into your flying ship, which is called the Solar Flare. Okay, so for, for all intents and purposes now, uh, it's Solar Flare piloted by Fiero. Um, you guys made it back to Laputa, and that is where we're going to pick up. Any questions before we start? So is that why when we were looking for her mom in that one cavern that one day, none of the Myrmidons could tell when that guy in the that robotic guy crashed through the wall. Mm -hmm. yep. So, <coughs> I'm going to read a little bit, and then we will get started with the main gist. So, you've returned to the safety of the floating city of Laputa. So, Ty, Laputa is this giant earth mode. It's a giant floating island. And it was thought lost 20,000 years ago. Um, it crash-landed down here in the southeast of, of Atlantis, mm -hmm. right along the ice shield. And it got covered up in snow and ice. And what caused it to crash, you guys have found out now, was this magical effect that kind of that kind of uh, hid it from the rest of the world. So that's why it was lost. Nobody could find it. Snow eventually, ice and stuff eventually kind of covered it up. Um, and one of our other gaming groups found it and liberated it and brought it back to life. So this thing is a floating fortress. It's got laser cannons, it's got all kinds of old Atlantean technology that's pretty much outlawed now. Um, and it's your main base of operation. It floats, it travels at about 10 miles per hour. It's pretty slow, but it's a floating city. And that's where you guys rest your heads. So, so if you return to the floating city of Laputa aboard your flying ship, the Solar Flare, piloted by the Azure Dwarf Fiero. Your time inside the hive was well spent as Ra, Ra is the name of the sun in Atlantis. It's a fusion, fusion sun slowly starts to rise in the east while you dock the ship back at the city. Meeting you at the spire is Stanley, administrative assistant to the High King of Atlantis, Atlas. Well, good morning, heroes. Atlas sends his regards but cannot aid you this day. He has traveled far to the west for other important business that he promises will help you in your future adventures. I've been monitoring the activity of the golems and your plan has worked. 
They craved the power of the royal jelly and looked to be marshalling their forces for a full frontal attack at the hive you just left. I guess that they should be ready by this afternoon as it will take them some time to come together and travel there. You all should rest before you leave for the fortress. Smiling, Stanley motions for you to return to your towers and get some sleep. So you guys can take a long rest because you guys just came right from the hive. So it was pretty fast. It was only an hour away on your ship. <coughs> so everybody should take a long rest. Everybody should be healed. Have your spell slots back. Very good. Um, any questions so far, Ty? Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just here Pretty to much. Things. Pretty much. Um, stab things and kill people. There you go. Just let me know when you <laughs> do that. The best things in life. <laughs> um, you try to find some sleep, restlessly thinking of the confrontation to come. Your dreams are littered with vague images of your former crystal shards beseeching you empathically for aid. The strange feeling you have with them tends to waver slightly as your dreams relay to you the images of the large automaton machines leaving their stronghold in mass. You wake, knowing now was the time to strike. You prepare your arms, your armor, and your magic, taking stock of what other items you must bring with you to the fight. Your allies wait downstairs in your tower common room, all sensing the same thing. So you guys have all come downstairs. You all stay have a tower in this floating city that you share. Come downstairs almost all at the same time. It's weird. It's almost like you're all connected. A knock at the door startles you as it opens slowly. Standing in the light of Ra is a woman with brown skin or reddish brown skin? Reddish brown skin. Reddish brown skin. Yeah, that wow, that's, 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 that's the perfect cue. That's Alicia singing. Yeah. <laughs> um, a reddish, with reddish brown skin and a large menacing sword. She scowled, yeah. She scowls slightly as she enters your common area. She does not wear much armor, but you see she might not have a need to. What looks like ceremonial scars cover her body, the trademark of an Olmec bloodhunter. Those who are most astute gasp when they also see she bears the pointed ears of an elf. A half-elf half Olmec. Oh, I see you've already met your companions, Stanley exclaims from behind her, squeezing into the room as well. Ladies, this is Alessandra. Atlas found her in the plains of the Beastlands not long ago, and he seems to think that, well, I mean, she, she's like, she's like you guys. She's different. <laughs> not, not that that's bad or anything. No, 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 no. I, she just has a connection to crystals too. Just like, just like you all. I don't know. I'm feeling a little offended. <laughs> 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 it calls you different. Well, different. Know. It's a good thing to be different. Hmm. Uh, right. Atlas thought that it would be good if she joined you on your quest. So very quickly, I'm going to go around the room, and you're going to introduce yourself, your name, I what you are, last. who you are. I, feel like I'm gonna go I think you did go first last time, didn't you? I did go first last time. So we'll have Maeve go first. <laughs> right. um, so just introduce yourself, give an idea of who, what Alessandra's looking at. So Alessandra, all the names are up there in case you get confused. Um, we try to stay in character and we stay, try to use our characters' names just so we can get to know them better. But, right. We don't always. Yeah. So I apologize in advance for a terrible Scottish accent. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a gnome and so she's very short. Uh, but Maeve is a gnome artificer. Um, and what's unusual about her 
is that her left arm is completely, it looks robotic. Um, it looks very advanced robotic, um, but also she wears a headpiece and an eye covering over her left eye. Um, you, you notice sometimes she looks at things very closely with that eyepiece. Um, and her arm seems to be connected to the armor that she's wearing. She's wearing full plate armor on everything except for her right hand where she holds a shield. Um, she has lavender hair, it's in long braid. She wears a kilt and a sporin, which is like a kind of a bag, a, a purse in front of the kilt, which is very traditional. Uh, but that bag seems to hold quite a lot. It uh, seems endless to the amount of things that she can put in it. Uh, and her armor kind of covers everything else. Um, she's very uh, able to um, work with equipment and other technology. Um, and she's got a terrible Scottish accent. She <laughs> 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 says, hello, I'm Maeve. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> All right. My tree? So my tree, <clears throat> she is... Well, she's looking at you because she's also half elf. Um, she has very pale, purple, almost shimmery skin, silver eyes, and long white hair. She's very ethereal looking, whimsical. You almost compare her personality to like a Luna Lovegood of Harry Potter. Yeah? <laughs> yes. She's like, see? Yes, I see. Um, she's a healer. And she's very curious, so she's often staring, and you know, just always looks Awkwardly like she's yes, always look like it looks like she's, she's thinking stalker. something. Yeah. Um, you're probably wondering what she's thinking most of the time. She watches you sleep at night, all the time, <laughs> and she's got that creepy smile too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, she's very <clears throat> quiet, but speaks up when she needs to. All um, right, Serena. I'm Serena. Um, I am an Aquarian bard, so I'm a mermaid, essentially. But only in the water when I get on land, I gain legs, kind of like, you know, normal mermaid, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just flopping around with a tail. Um, I'm a bard, so I am more of a support, but I also like to kill things, so that's fun. Um, constantly singing, constantly dancing. I have a Cerberus named Nox that follows us around sometimes mm -hmm. that we can ride on him. He's pretty cool. Um, extremely charming, very charismatic. But don't get her mad or scared. She excretes. Like fish. She excretes a stench. <laughs> stench is a strong word. She, I mean. It's a stench. <laughs> she gets nervous, or she gets scared, she gets angry, and she starts to smell. Mm. But <laughs> she is so charismatic, and she dresses provocatively <laughs> to the point where people are still drawn into her despite her stench. Um, yeah, and she she's, plugs it in. She's, <laughs> she's fiercely protective, very much an empath. Um, if she has to choose between killing something and saving something, she'll save them. But also, she's not afraid to have to be the one to kill somebody. Maybe the smackdown. Hence yeah. the bloody sword. Hence the bloody sword. Right. And maybe it's very awkward, by the way, too. Very, uh, low charisma. <laughs> very yeah. awkward, intelligently awkward, the nerd in the corner kind of thing. Okay. So after hearing all that... So go ahead and introduce yourself. You can introduce yourself in character, or you can just tell us what you look like. Um, if you're the type that I don't like you guys, I'm sexy. So sexy. That's all I gotta say. That's 
all you gotta know. I am beauty sexiness, that's it. <laughs> yes, it's some body sexiness. So, Alessandra, I am a uh, Omec, right? So, what had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> Um, when an elf and a right? So they were running because you know things got crazy and out of hand, and vampires came and drained the child's blood and all that good stuff. And mm. you know, some blood hunters found me and infused me with their blood. And yeah. wow, what do you look like? I am reddish brown with very pointy ears. Um, I have. Uh, I'm very strong. <laughs> And I like to kill things. Okay. <laughs> I have two swords, cool. and um, I have a cloak, and uh, okay. yeah. Hair. We'll learn more. Hair. Hair. <laughs> we'll learn, I have hair. We'll learn more as I go. Yeah, right. Oh, yep. It's covered by like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm very attractive. And I have a lot of charisma, don't I? No. No. Damn. I tried. She, <laughs> she thinks she's very attractive. I think. <laughs> You're physically <laughs> very attractive, but verbally. It's <laughs> it just diarrhea. Yeah. Verbal diarrhea. It's pretty fast. Yeah. Like, when we, we say it, we come out with a great team. Like, I'll walk up and do the talking, and then you just look there and pose. <laughs> very blunt. You're like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we can talk. I'm going to edit stuff out. You She's like, I'm melting. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit warm. I'm like trying to remember my sign language while I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hot. Take your shirt off. Yeah. Taco so like a helicopter. So, so you walk in to the tower, and Stanley is there with you. Um, Stanley is this younger-looking guy with glasses, and he's kind of geekish. Oh, like Stanley. He's a human. Stanley. Oh, no, Stanley. Stanley. I thought he said Stanley. <laughs> um, well, if he pause, it does sound like Stanley. Stanley. Um, but very bookish, uh, a human. Um, so remember, you guys have a stereotype, basically, in Atlantis. It's unfortunate, but unless you're a half-elf, you never know what you're getting with a half-elf. But most humans are going to be mystics. Uh, most aquariums are going to be bards. You guys all kind of fit that, that niche, all right? <laughs> So, looking at Stanley, you can go, yeah, he's a mystic, he's, he's probably subtly right reading our minds now. Just music. <laughs> it's just music. I thought it was Lexanitis. I did too! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's something weird. No, you guys all have tonight, it's just like us. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it feels like. Um, so, Stanley's standing there and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm glad you guys are all awake. Uh, we're pretty sure the time is now to strike. The golems appear to have left en masse towards the hive that you just left. So you guys are, are probably right about here now. And remember, it was about 100 miles to go all the way south to where they were, to the hive. Where's here? You're up here, right on this line right here. Okay? And <clears throat> you guys yesterday went down to that hive down here. And you uh, remember, you used a gravity crystal, one of the crystals, from that crystal flower, the soul stone flower. Mm -hmm. To enhance the scanning abilities of Laputa. So now you can scan 100 miles out, which comes in really handy. Anything you want to specifically find, it's able to use this technology to find. So Stanley's been watching the, the holograms and has been able to see that all the golems have left. He goes, There are no indications that there are no, uh, none of these giant golems back in the stronghold now. So you guys should be totally 
good to go fly there as fast as you can in the solar flare. I think fly at 100 miles per hour once you get up to full speed. Get out there as soon as you can. Find your mother. Um, we're going to send the battleship with you. The battleship's name is Sirius, right. like, the, like the star. All major Atlantean Guard battleships are named after stars, just for future reference. Smaller ships like yours are either can be named whatever you want them, or they can be named after celestial events. So yours is called the Solar Flare. Um, so we're going to bring the Sirios with you, and we just happen to have two adult dragons that live on Laputa that are going to be on the ship, because they can't fly as fast as the ship. The ship, these Atlantean Guard ships, they book 100 miles an hour. Um, the Sirios can only go 70 miles per hour, but that's still faster than a dragon. So it's pretty fast. So what we're looking to do is you guys go as soon as you can, get there, figure out what's going on in the stronghold. While the Sirios catches up, you'll have about an hour or so, before an hour, half an hour, before the Sirius catches up. And they'll be able to provide your support in case something happens, in case you're running some Myrmidons, or the Golems come back, or whatever. So, he says, time is of the essence. We want to go now, because all these giant robots are off attacking this wasp hive, but we don't know how long it's going to take for them to come back. So, time is of the essence, but you have a couple minutes if you want to go talk to Kelly. Remember Kelly, Churik, the gnome? Mm -hmm. The potion maker. Mm -hmm. So, he's there. If there's some potions you're interested in getting, I'd say you've got about half an hour from feet feet over there to the potion maker and say, hey, Kelly, Ricky's not coming. Mike Tree's not coming. It's just Maeve. So I don't know if you remember or not, but you didn't get along very well with <laughs> the, the potion maker. That was their fault. What yeah. did you do? <laughs> oh, yeah, you weren't here for it, were you? <laughs> that was funny. He's <laughs> <laughs> going <a> little. <laughs> yeah. My tree tried. Uh, wow. My tree tried putting some moves <laughs> on him, and he didn't like it very much. No, I, yeah, rolled bad. <laughs> yeah. So if you want, you got really quick. Is there anything you guys want? Stanley, is there any, uh, are, Do we have any intel uh, as to the Golem stronghold at all? No. No, we don't know anything. What, what we have a general like? idea of where it's at. Right. We can't hone in on the scanning capabilities that much. So when it scans, it's basically giving almost like a ten mile. From this far away, from 100 miles away, it's almost like an arrow or a cone that goes out. So the closer you are, the more information you can get. The further out we are, we're at the extent right now of our scanning capabilities. So right now we know that they were in this huge mass in this mountainous area. Where though? Not exactly sure. You have to rely on you guys when you get closer to kind of tune to your other crystal shards and hopefully as you get closer you'll be able to figure out exactly where the stronghold is at. But no, other than that, nothing. We just know there's, there are no giant golems left in that stronghold. I just want to get some potions. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go see. What's his name? Kelly. 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 Right. Kelly Truth. Yeah. Like Kelly Truth. Kelly. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> Hi, it's me again. Oh, no, I smelled you coming. No, she's not here. <laughs> I didn't do it. It was my other personality. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you have multiple personalities. Okay. <laughs> Oh, hello, my lady. Oh, hello, Kelly. How are you I'm doing? glad you came to see me. Well, anytime we're around. Oh, Kelly. and who's this young, strapping lady? Right. This is Alison. She's like, Alison and Kelly's a good friend. He kind of like looks at my tree out of the corner of his eyes, and he walks up to you, and he's like, my lady, and he kind of kisses her hand, and he goes, any friend of Maeve's is a friend of mine, except for her. <laughs> well, yeah. how did you I don't like her very much. What can I, I do for you, so ladies? I'm so sorry. That's okay, we don't like it. 
Yeah. So Stanley's with you, and Stanley's like, chop chop. <laughs> Kelly, those uh, those potions you gave us last time, they they worked a charm. Thank you. Hey. Uh, do you have any uh, healing potions, right? Hey, well, I mean, what what kind are you looking for? You know, there are four different types. All right. Well, maybe, maybe like last time, weren't they? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I think we're all in. Are we? I think we She was keeping track because you were gone. You were keeping track. The shinies that she had. Okay, she well, used them. I still have written down three 500 uh, gold piece gems. Nope, I think you guys used those. No, she you, no, no. I'm pretty sure she used some of them she because you guys bought potions of polymer. No, that was hers. Yeah, those were from the, the first game. Thing. These were from yeah, the last time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Can you please keep track since you're mostly always here? Sure. You keep track <laughs> of the money from now on. Sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. Alright, so what kinds are you looking for? I've got you know the basic ones, and I've got the the little stronger ones, and then how many, the pretty good ones. How many? How many? Oh, oh the greater healing potions. Yeah. Um. I, let's see. I've probably got three of them. Three of them, and how much are they? Uh, let's see here. That's a good question. What the heck is it? Uh, I do believe that are those are seven hundred and fifty gold pieces each. <laughs> You said greater. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's 300 gold pieces each. We are listen, Kelly. We are going to defend the nation <laughs> against this threat, and you don't want us to survive. Oh, of course I do. <laughs> so I think maybe three greater healing. Well, how many are you looking to buy, lady? 300 gold pieces. How many are you looking to buy? All three? Yes. I'll tell you what. I'll give them to you for 750 gold. No. <laughs> well, it's not listen. easy getting these ingredients to make them. Stanley, the best. Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> Kelly. 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 Oh, you remember my name. I did. I did. Very sweet really, really I'm still special. stuck on Stanley. First impression. <laughs> we'll Kelly. see. We'll work it out there. What's your name, Blondie? Blondie. We'll call you Blondie. Kelly, what if I, I give you 250 gold pieces and one of these 500 gold piece gems? Oh, yeah, that's fine. We, I would prefer gems. We don't like walking around with bags of gold okay all right yes no but much much better since you said you prefer gems though since I'm, I'm, now i'm doing you a favor can we throw in one standard for our buddy over here uh, so we one, have four potions total uh, a, a basic po a, a basic human potion Whatever, great under greater since you said you oh can yeah I, or above i can do or that or above. Or above. no no no, no. I, I can do <laughs> that i mean survive and then there's well, I hope you survive then. Well, not so much you, but you know, I hope you survive. <laughs> it's okay. We can we can give the standard these, ones to all me. All of these coming back again. So no, we'll give the standard one to my tree because she's rich. Okay, well, she made you mad. Whatever, whatever's good. I'm right. winking you, but you won't notice. I, I, jump, <laughs> I jump up and give him a big hug. Thank you. I basically crush him. He's a gnome. So no, he's, he's a little. He's a little, little guy. It's like you take him, take a small child and bear hug him. Give him a hug. So you guys know what the potions do? Standard. So standard healing potions. And graders. 
and greater healing potions. So your standard healing potions. And then 60, yep. I do believe, yep. Yeah. The greater would be the 44 plus 400. What is it? The standard? 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. For standard. 2d4 plus 4 for greater. Have you lost your phone? I mean, I have pure blue. You'll be alright. Yep, 2d4 plus 2. 40 plus, 44 plus 4. What are the other ones? It's in the center here. Alright, so. Rest. He waves at you, he says, Sign, my lady, I hope, I hope you do, I hope you do survive. I don't know if, oh yeah, this one's starting to scare me. Next time you can come along. <laughs> it's fine. I'll see you, you soon. Love. Uh, you don't want to smell my smell again? Oh, uh, I've smelled worse. I work with potions. So... It's way woman's heart right there. <laughs> uh -huh. So, all right. So, you guys have gotten a couple potions, and the ship is prepared. Perfect timing. Um, Fiora was getting the ship ready uh, for you guys while you were buying the potions. So, and the potion place is right, right next to the sky dock. So, you're able to get over there. you got all your gear, your weapons, and armor, and everything ready to go. Um, you board the ship, and Fiora's like, it's just us. He's got a Scottish accent, too. He's a dwarf. Most dwarves in Atlantis have like a German accent, um, but he's not a normal dwarf. He's a fire dwarf, and he's actually was a bad guy a long time ago, and um, he got this crystal cocoon therapy. So basically, he was trapped in this cocoon, this crystal, for like a thousand years, and rehabilitated. And as he came out, um, he spoke his own language, and the gnomes actually were in charge of him. So when they freed him. He spent time with them, learned their language, so he's got like a Scottish accent too. Um, and I apologize, I don't have the best Scottish accent in the world, but I try. So he's like, all right, let's let's kick this bucket. Let's. He always says weird things too. He always says weird things that don't make sense. Let's kick this bucket. Let's go die. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So he's like, all right, let's, let's kick it. Let's kick the bucket. Yeah, um, you're not inspiring no. confidence. <laughs> So you guys board the solar flare. Um, it takes time to build up to that speed, but eventually you're going 100 miles an hour, and it's the wind's whipping in your hair. It's freaking. You're high. You're higher up because it's, it's daylight out, and you have these myrmidons. And now that you guys are here, this white part of Atlantis is a little cooler. It's a little bit more tundra-like, so it's chilly. Um, didn't think about that before we left. Um, so we'll see how that plan plans out. And you're passing by Harold's Gate again. Remember, this is a, a chaotically evil place. People, monsters flock to this thing because it, it emanates this, this chaotic and evil feeling. This, this, for, for bad creatures, they love it. They eat it up. Um, so you're coming down here and it's going to get colder and colder. So you fly by this thing going 100 miles an hour, higher up to avoid the, the Myrmidon swarms. You're able to avoid any swarms. Um, but as you pass the Herald's Gate, remember you gotta you gotta fight that feeling. So everybody give me a wisdom saving throw really quick. Mm -hmm. Wisdom. Wisdom. Right here. Or this one. Um, roll yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not versus magic, right? No. no. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a nine. Wisdom. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
process. Up top. Up top. Same throw. She kind of like, she communes, she kind of enters this meditative trance where, because she kind of was aware of where you got going, you have the sense, you can feel it being a cleric, you can feel, you get close to like the source of all evil in Atlantis. I mean, this is the, the biggest beacon of evil in Atlantis. Okay. Um, three of you guys, it kind of weighs heavily on you, like you can feel this, this creeping. Everybody this, got this, crabby. This, this, mm -hmm. Yeah, this nastiness inside your soul, it's like eating at you. And at, for, at, for a couple minutes, you're like, turn the ship around. Uh, well, I can't do this. Turn the ship around. And then you fight through it, obviously, because you have a point to do this. Mm -hmm. um, you're freaking out a little bit because this is the furthest south you've ever been. Never really been on a flying ship before. You just saw magic. Right. Um, you were teleported to this floating island, and you're like, what the hell? What the hell? What this is crazy. Here? So now you're on a flying ship hurling through what the, the skies. Um, what the hell? Horrible air sickness. What the hell? There you go. <laughs> so close to home already. Yeah, exactly. You're like, Dive yeah. out of the, <laughs> the sea. Ocean? Okay. Land? and Sky? Oh no. I'm going to die. <laughs> so, Where's Nox? <laughs> yeah, right. So, to reflect what's going on with you guys, um, for the first maybe hour or so, you're going to have disadvantage on your checks. Mm -hmm. Okay? Just, you have the poison condition right now. Your mind is being poisoned by this this ill feeling, this chaos and this evil. And it's get down it's down, down to your very soul. So that'll come to play here in a second. It's for an hour. Alright? It's only gonna take you an hour to get to the stronghold. And this is as you're passing by. So for the first maybe ten or fifteen minutes once you get to the stronghold you have to deal with this and then you have to give another saving throw. Uh, hopefully by then you'll be more prepared for it and we'll be able to, to change that. So standing on the deck of the solar flare, though, you guys all close your eyes and reach out with your senses. Because you have a good idea of where the stronghold's at. But you need to attune almost to your old shards that were stolen from you to help have them help you zero in on exactly where you're supposed to go. So you hope to find a glimmer of the crystal shards you previously held. You can feel them in your mind. It's like a whisper in the wind. You have no idea what's going on. So... You have a crystal shard, but it hasn't been activated yet. And we'll get into that after the game. You didn't, you didn't pick a crystal shard, right? Right now when you were here? No, okay. So we'll, we'll, put, we'll get into that. Um, so right now, everybody go ahead and give me an insight check. Yes, but use your passive. So, so roll with disadvantage, or use your passive minus five, whichever's higher. My tree, you got a straight roll, insight, or use your passive insight. Where's the passive insight? It's just ten plus your pass your insight modifier. The original ones. You've got new ones, remember? Okay. okay. Yeah. I was like... You're finding the ones that were taken from you. <laughs> He's got that. Yeah. <laughs> and yours was 18, 18 plus... Yeah. All right. What did you get? This was uh, 17 plus 2. 17 with disadvantage? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Nice. 17. Okay. 20. 
With disadvantage. Oh, she didn't roll. Roll two. Okay. Take a lower. So roll this one. Two. Two, right? Um, yeah. So it's plus Minus five. Um, seven. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, so, so when I say advantage and disadvantage, when right. you have advantage, you roll, roll two of those big dice, right. and you take the higher of the two. Right, the 18. Yep. When you have disadvantage, you roll two, and you take the lower of the two. That's the two. Yep. So now you add your inside modifier. Four total. It's two. It's two. So four it's four total. total. Or you can take your passive insight. So normally when I tell you to roll on something, it's because you're almost like you're focusing. Mm -hmm. But even when you focus, you always have a set number, like a plateau that you're not really going to roll low that lower less, less than. Right. Unless like you're in combat. So like I'm always passively aware of my surroundings. Mm -hmm. So like she's wearing a black shirt. Okay. I, I might have to roll though to see what was on her shirt mm -hmm. without looking. So where's that would passive? Be, so passive 10 is 10 plus your insight mark, so yours would be 12. Okay. But because you have disadvantage, whenever you have passive scores, if you have disadvantage, you roll, you, you subtract 5 from the passive score. So it's? Either 7 or 4. 7. So in your case, 7. Yep. So 2 success. 8. 8. 2 failures. So I'll wait till she comes back and I'll read something real quick. And then I'll set this up while we're waiting. So this is the solar flare. You guys, some of you recognize it. Yeah. I'm not going to do any more paint jobs to it, unfortunately. It is index. So remember, this is the top deck. That's Piero. Go ahead and put your figures wherever you want. You can be inside. You can be outside. Remember, you're going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> I always put her in the worst spot. You know what? I'm standing over here by the gravity crystal again. Okay. <laughs> Where was... I think up in the top deck there were, what, like some panels, some instrumentation panels yep, and things? Right I would be near one of those, probably. Alright. <clears throat> so you try to calm your nerves as you all empathically seek out the emanations of your older crystal shards. Except for you. Um, you're heading further and further south, closer to the edge of the known world. Near to where you currently fly is the Ancilly Shield, the dome that protects Atlantis from the sub-zero temperatures of the South Pole. Already, you can feel the edge of ice and bitter cold creep into your very bones. It's also then that you hear a familiar and nerve-wracking buzzing sound in the air. So, uh, about, I'd say 300 feet out, right <laughs> about 300 feet ahead of you, you see it's just two Myrmidon drones that are flying towards you right now. All right, so everybody roll initiative. With disadvantage? Yes, you have disadvantage. Oh, so I don't know very much better than you. Is that so. a natural 20? Nice. I got a nice. nice. With disadvantage. Ugh. Everything is? Dis so you got a 20. For the next hour, 20. this is the 20. This is the, the so, depth. So she got a 17. 17. Right. Take that. Right. <laughs> Eight. 
probably Serena has a higher dexterity. I'm guessing. Alessandra? 17. 17. Alright, so Fiero yells out. He goes, Ah, looks like we've got company. Is it now time to kick the bucket? What, what do we do? <laughs> no. no bucket kicking. No so, we want to kick the bucket. We're going to work on your, your sayings. Kick some ass. Alright, so we'll start. Alessandra, you're first. These things are about 300 feet out. So you guys are, are focusing on your shards right now. The ship slowed down a little bit. So you guys are far enough south now where you're almost like using your mind as, as a beacon, a, lo a locator thing to try to find your shards. So the ship's only going 30 feet per round right now. So just coasting. And these things are 300 feet ahead of you flying towards you right now. So Fero says, oh, uh, wait, um, what do I do? What do you want me to do? It's fine. So talk it over. You've got a couple uh, seconds. Some of you are in close quarters. Some of you are up top. I have a door behind you. Uh, is well, it? Aren't you are the they, smart one? Supposedly. Right. So last time we were able to use the ship's guns okay. to get the ones that are far range, and then when they come in closer, then it's a we bit the argy bargy time. Gotcha. So who's gonna man these guns? You want me to man the guns? Uh, right, well, I've got this gun, right? I so think I'm already standing there. Two changes, hands. really quick. Okay. So these are spell cannons. I've got some specific details now okay. on spell cannons. Okay. So from where you're at, yeah. you can manipulate the spell cannon okay. and it casts basically a third level fireball. Sweet. It just shoots Ooh. out there. Okay. Um, it's got a range of 300 to 600 feet, I believe. Um, and you can do it on your turn, once per turn. Okay, awesome. Okay, each side. So you can do one. If somebody's on your side, they can activate that one. And you target these things and they blow up. That would be the best if thing. you go down, remember when you went down into the second deck? Yes. And you were channeling into it? Yes. If you were standing next to a spell cannon and you pump a spell into the spell cannon, then your spell is amplified through the spell cannon. As a level three. No, so here's how it works. So they shoot level three fireballs for free, once per turn, each one. Let's say you went down there and you cast fireball as a third level spell into the cannon. Mm -hmm. It actually pumps it up to a sixth-level fireball, cool. so it'll it'll, get, it'll make it do 116 damage. It'll increase the range and it increases the explosive range too. So depending on what your spell modifier is. I have magic missile. So, <laughs> oh, so your magic missile would, magic would, missile would be increase the range. Would definitely hit them. Would do more damage. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't an area of effect spell, it's not doing nothing. But True. area of effect spells increases the area of effect by 10 feet for every. Plus your spell casting modifier. Can we estimate how, or can I estimate, uh, by looking at these guys and the and the speed that we're traveling? Can I estimate how soon they'll be here on board with us? Like how many rounds we might be able to get with the spell cannons? Like if so it's worth doing this. He's moving thirty feet forward per round per yeah. turn, and he's going to be going on initiative count twenty. I'll just I'll put that up here right now. He's not a monster. Can you say he the monster? Yeah, another ship monster too. Okay. Um, I'll change this in a second for you guys. Um, so he's going forward at 30 feet per turn. So he'll go wherever you tell him to go. If he's going 30 feet and they're flying 90 feet per turn, sure. three, three turns. next round or th yep. the third round, yep. So two, three rounds will be engaged with them. So and these are big boys. These are not like the little ones that you guys have fought before. Yeah. 
damage on it as the fireball blasts right in its face. The other one banks all the way out of the way and totally avoids any of the fire. Alright? So, Maeve. Alright. I am going to do the same thing. And I think I remember from last time how to use these. Alright, so yep. um, you do have disadvantage because of the wisdom okay. saving throw, but then you have advantage because you know how to do it, so you have a straight so roll. Straight, roll. straight intelligence or technology or artistic check. Okay. Whatever one you want to use. 8 plus 7, 15. Alright, good. Okay. Alright, how roll damage? 86. 86. Can I buy this one? Uh, yeah, uh, these, these guys again. Oh, so this one goes in the same kind of. Thank you. So, what are your next? Oh, wow. Uh, so 12 and 8 is 20. And. Ooh, goodness. Uh, 12 and 7 is 19, so 39 points of damage. Yeah, nice. Yes. Woo! Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> good stuff. Nice. They're beautiful. Jangle. The jangle. <laughs> the jingle jangle. Jangle's nice. Because of me. Just because my brother brought it. Because he loves fit. me. He was so excited. Does he play? That's so awesome. That's why he was excited. 39 plus 15. He'll be so 59, 54. Right? Sound right? Yep. Alright, so your fireball <laughs> shoots off into the air and. They swoop back together to fly together, and that fireball is boom right in front of them. But just like in the movies, they kind of fly right through the smoky what's left of it, and their wings are a little tattered. Uh, they kind of bank and kind of flap their wings to put the, the fire out. Um, you know, they're just like giant wasps, but they got little pieces of their hair or whatever, thin hairs on them. You see them kind of smoking a little bit as they're flapping around. They're yeah. just trying to talk to us about our cars extended warning. Exactly. <laughs> Serena, you're up. Um, well, I can't really do much. What can I... Uh, you know what? I can say at the end of my turn, hey, um, Serena, do you want to do this? Because I can launch some lightning. Let's say, or yeah, I, can, I can nudge one of them out of the way. Or the gravity crystal, I can't remember from last time. Did I have touched them to use? Yes. Okay. Well, I started the gravity crystal, but I had to touch the monster, too? Yes. Okay. Just kidding. Then I'll wait for that. All right. Well, first things first. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I'll just, like, wiggle my way. Well, <laughs> like, oh, so nice. you can only use the spell cans once per turn. Oh. Not, oh. Like, once on your turn and once on your turn. Oh. Once per, I'm sorry, once per round, I should say. So, well, how long, How what's the range on your lady? Uh... 300 actually if, if, with disadvantage. Oh, so, so, so if you pump it into the spell cannon, the range is doubled. True. I had to go downstairs. You, so. you can stay there. You can, you're a pro with that. Now I'll just unsteady those. I'll, I'll activate my uh, my boots of speed and I'll just start booking it. Okay. <laughs> this way. Okay. That way. Just in the center. I don't want to be tipping front. Okay. <laughs> And then I will Take me, bugs. Yeah, I'll, I'll ready my rapier and <laughs> brandish okay. it and start looking intimate, intimidating. Like, you see the blood on this? Looking intimate? Yeah. Looking intimate? Yeah. Looking intimate? I'll go like this. Like, 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 <laughs> splashing Come a little leg. Come, like, Come here, buggies. You choose you sex like, or death. You, 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 you look like a black widow. 
just need a hug. So you right. have fun with that. All right. All right, my tree. Hug from above. So how far Hugs. would you say? How far would you say they are now? They're, they haven't moved yet. They haven't, so, so they're about 300 feet. 300 feet away. Okay. And you're in a room. I know. All you're doing I could is, have said yeah. Alright? Okay. So all you hear is some yelling and screaming from up above. All you hear is bugs! I, <laughs> I exit the room that I am just hanging out in for no reason. Alright. Five, ten. And I nothing that's going As you to come now, you hear uh, Serena coming down the stairs. Do, 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 bugs! So, I, yeah, I'm going to bless. <laughs> bless everybody. Watch where you put those hands. Sorry. All right, so you come out. You're blessing. So I am going to watch where you put those blessings. Yeah, not on the boobs. Bless you. Bless you. Is it a shoeless power spell? Yeah, it might be. Bless. 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 You get a D6 instead of a D4. You touch the boobs. As long as it's a D. I think it's funny. Anyone listening would expect this from a group of dudes. Oh, it's worse. It's so worse. Yeah, they'd be like, that's so sexist. Alright, so you blessed everybody. Everybody within range. Everybody except for you, or are you up in it to include yourself? No. Everybody else except for you. Alright. So you guys are all blessed. So you get an extra D4 when you attack or when you roll for saving throws. Unless I hit my tree, and she's got to lose, make sure, maintain her concentrations. Mm. No. But she she's downstairs. No, no, she's not. So now she's. <laughs> if I have to creep back me. in the room, she just goes back well, in the room, shuts the door. Okay. <laughs> she blessed us and then ran back away. Right. Bless you. Good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the door. Close the door. I'm going back to watching my shows. <laughs> um. All right. So you guys feel this warmth fill fill your bodies, and it feels a little bit better, um, considering the. Passing by Harold's Gate and that evil and this, the chaos that was kind of seeping its way when Mitri cast her spell, it's it feels really good. It's like oh, it kind of alleviates a little bit of that that negativity. Um, all right, so end of the turn. These things move closer. They are now now 210, um, 100, and they're dashing 120 feet. Oh no, their flight speed is 40. That's why I think 80 feet. So they're now 220 feet away. Okay. It's okay because we're about to move. And then they're going to move 30 feet forward, so now they're 190 feet away. Alright. Keep going. Alessandra, you're up. Well, I'm preparing for battle, so. Just to ask Alessandra. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> um, I will. Um, I feel like I need to have you back. <laughs> but can you? I don't know. You're stronger here. Right the now. I'm stronger yeah, there. So can I do done. that one more time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now the turn is reset. Okay, so, so. I'm gonna do it one more time. This time I'm gonna. I'm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I scream from behind the door. Blow them up. <laughs> you so can try it one more time. She's screaming her directions at me. She's saying, "Hey, you. You got this. Now, focus. It's the red button, not." Hold it steady, it's not that big. <laughs> Whoa. Says you. That's not what she said. Well, that's because you like little Kellys. 
Yeah, right. so that's what we're doing. All right, so go ahead and give me another intelligence check at disadvantage. Oh, no. <laughs> but I'll give you the D4 for being blessed. All right. So satisfying. So take a lower of the eight, two. And then plus zero. Yep. And then add a D4. What's 11? Um, and I'll give you another plus two from learning from last time. So 13. Let's see. What are you rolling against? Here. I'm going to roll against uh, 13. All right. So it's just barely to the point that it's firing correctly now. Okay. So go ahead and roll the 8d6 damage. Thing and you're looking over at Alessandra like, no, 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 the other <laughs> button on the side. And as you put your hand back over here, you like accidentally flip a switch and it goes, and it goes straight up in the air like this. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, no, it's not good. And you're like, you're trying, like, you're freaking Fly out. Fly zero flying. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, this is, oh, I'm not going to, that's not going to work. And you see it starting to charge up uh -huh. already. So it goes off. You're able to, with your save, with your intelligence check, you're able to, at the last second before it shoots off, to minimize the length and, or the distance, their effect, to arc it. Okay. So you make it arc, 
But because you're shooting straight up like this, the entire ship goes like this. So everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I, I'm Don't forget your bless. With disadvantage? With dexterity saving throw? Don't forget your bless. If, you if you're cursed right now, if you're poisoned. Yeah. Um, yes. Alicia, um, Serena is on, <laughs> not is on the deck, and she just you just basically fly in the air like this for a second before the ship kind of pants like this, and you just kind of land and you kind of roll to the side and you're just on the hug in the side right here like whoa! What the heck was that? What'd you roll? All right, you get banged up against the side over here. You take a little bit of damage. It's a TBI. Surprise! Right. Where am I? Uh, you take six points of bludgeoning damage. There goes our bless. No, I still concentrate. Oh, concentrate. Well, con give me a constitution saving throw. Constitution? Yep. Better not fail me. Right? Placing higher. it. Okay. Uh, oh, I got a 12 in constitution, so 13. Okay, you're not cursed right now. 15. All right, 15. So you're good. You're able to hold on to the railing right in front of you before it banks sideways. And 11. All right, 11. You lose your footing a little bit. You only take 1d6 damage. Which is six points hey, of bludgeoning damage. I think Kelly gave us that extra healing potion. <laughs> um, and sorry, guys. Um, Mike, Trey, you're prone. I'm prone. But take damage. Oh, okay. So you, you are the fireball. You made it still work. So six. Six. Yep. six. One goes Bye. down a blaze of flyer of, of flame. Nice. This one though. This one better get on board. On. I want to fight something. <laughs> we we will. Fight something. Alright. So that was Maeve. Up. Serena, you're just you're ready? I'm just ready. You're ready. I hike my shirt down a little bit more. Alright. Bring it on. Starting to stop fishy out there. No. <laughs> she ain't nervous. She's ready. <laughs> Alright. My tree, you are prone right now. I'm standing up. Okay, you're kind of like, oh, you're Shaking a little shook head. up. Yeah, yeah, you're, oh, what the heck was that? I'm going to go out of the room. Help. Okay. The room protected you, though. Otherwise, you would have yeeted yourself off the ship. <laughs> 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 Hi. Right. So that's that one. Are you moving any further, or are we going anywhere else? No, I can, I'll move up to her. Oh, you had to step back and have her move and stand up. Okay, so however much farther I can go. Now, you tell me how much your speed. It's, it's uh, 30. Right. 12. Speed of 12, yeah. It's yep. so 30. You got five more feet. So we're here? Yeah. All right. So you see Serena, she's fine. She's holding on. It barely moved. You were inside here. Okay. 15 feet. Because you spent half of the movement to stand okay. up. Okay. Um, and you see this, you see one of these bugs catch on fire and float on the ground. About 190 feet away. Uh, it's their turn. So now they're about 110 feet away. I'd say about 100 feet plus the 30 of us going forward. So 70 feet away. Bless. Literally 
right? Last round. Before the bug makes it to you guys. Oh, I was like, what? Alessandra. Yeah. Um, can I, I'm still, can I man this thing one more time? Yep. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check again with disadvantage. I'll give you, I'll give you plus four this time. Zero. So, all right. No, that's a good roll. So between the, the D4 and give me a plus four, to, to glad you learned how to do this thing. You figure it out. So again, roll your damage. A D6. D6. D6 is the squares. Thing banks out of the way just before the fireball explodes in its face. Alright. So that was Alessandra, Maeve. Alright, one more time. Alright. Last them. Short seventy foot throw. It is right down the street. I have not everything that I have is sixty feet. Shout confusions at him. He'll just die himself. Start yelling into the wind. You what shock. If, what if I Give run up. to the very tip? <laughs> just the tip. Then you'll be seventy feet away from him. <laughs> right now you're probably about ninety feet away from him. <laughs> the only thing I have is sleep and I'm Actually, not wasting his sleep on. How yeah, far right. can she throw something? I don't even have anything to throw. Take that crystal right out of the front of the ship. Chuck that. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, I'm just going to jaunt it. Right. <laughs> Come you, on! You still suck. Why are you so far away? Why are you taking so long to Piece go over there? Alright, my dream. Ready? Yeah! Guiding bolt. Guiding bolt. 150 no. feet. No. Bill, <laughs> Bill, I was shouting. What's your... Uh, Bell. It's called the time. Yeah. <laughs> that is not my only name. Bad. Shame. Shame. Boo. Shame, shame, shame. All right. Your brother died and now you are too. Lighting <laughs> bolts. Taking you down. So you point, you aim your finger, it's almost like your finger gun, you're like, pew! And it's 
bolt of radiant energy goes spiraling out of your fingertip, and it sees it coming like a mile away, just slowly watching it come towards it. It's like, what is that kind of shiny thing? Well, let me take a closer look as it flies by me. Hey, he's oh. got one hit point. He's not that special. Yeah, or that smart. No. He's super smart. I'm getting my dice ready to hit him. Oh, you missed. I missed. Yeah, roll a 15. He's by so. I know. You gotta even <laughs> bless yourself. Mitri's turn. Monster's turn. He flies. Yeah, right. Get it. Come into my area, sex bitch. Oh, slap right him. Now. Just slap him, because that's all it's going to take. Right. He doesn't even land. He's not even going to stop us to, to talk about you know, insurance or anything. So where did you stop him? He's just flying right at her. His claws are out like this. Two <laughs> <laughs> giant middle fingers come and just basically stab you and take you away. Did you ready an action to attack? Yes, I was she ready. Was ready. I've been ready the okay. whole time. All right, go ahead. She pops a bag of Skittles. Go ahead. Let's see what happens. You get Nat one. Nat 20. Nat 20. Nice. So, cut his head off. So this thing is coming with its, its pincers like this. I want to just wave my rapier just up the fucking middle. <laughs> you like drop to your knees and slide forward. With your sword up, so, as he flies over, and you just slice right from his head, right down the carcass. <laughs> yes. yes. And yes. I'm like, I'm in the back, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing just goops all over you. You're like, ah. She got gooped. I lick it. <laughs> no, you're, you're, able, you're able to avoid the goop. Okay. You yeah, it just it goes around you. No, because she's cutting it. Green, so you have any crystal? Oh, yeah, one more crystal for you. You just crash in a flame of Dust and debris and fire. That was his plan all along. Good job, sister. Thanks. All right. So I'm going to use that. Huh? I'm going to use that for experience. Okay. What's the total? Oh, shit. 28. All right. So you get 280 experience points for that. All right. Yeah, but they speak to me. Just like, so, that's why I like being here. It's sensory. And sound <laughs> All right, so you guys continue on. Move your figures off of here really quick. We'll be set up for act two. <laughs> um, so we're not doing uh, leveling up by experience. We're doing by milestone, but you guys still keep experience points if you want for certain things, to make magic items or to um, absorb the essences from things that are stronger than you. So uh, each of you gets um, thirteen hundred experience points. So you got a dead bug on the deck, and you know you don't waste any much, very much more time. You just like chuck it over the edge, unless somebody's planning on don't touch it. Yeah. Didn't you 
use the blood last time of the bug to do something with. But didn't you like dissect it or use some of that blood for something? I think we put royal jelly. Or, or we didn't we use the blood on ourselves to get so we smelled right for the for the yeah. queen or I don't something? Think I was here. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at you. I wasn't. I'm like, like, no, you're like, you're I don't know why I was at it. I was at, You were here because I wasn't here. Oh no, that was the um, that was the cartridges that we used to blow yes. up. Yes. Yeah. That was something else. That wasn't oh, okay. the Myrmidon blood. That was okay. The, was when we were looking for your mom, remember mm -hmm. we had those two those two vials. Oh yeah. And okay. one they wanted the vial. Yeah. Gave them one and it blew up and then we right. the other one. That's okay, right. gotcha. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious because I was like, why are we wasting it if right? we're using it? Right. Instead of throwing it over. So shiny, huh? <laughs> so pretty. So I like it. I like the shiny blue. It is cool. Um, so you chuck the, unless somebody wants to keep the bug for something. To, to dissect. Does anybody need to dissect it? I don't think so. Now we good? It's not con candy. <laughs> Not con candy. No, so we're chucking it. it. All right, so you guys chuck it. Um, you <laughs> do a really quick, quick scan of the area again to make sure there's no more flying at you, and then you recommune with yourselves and back to meditate. Back into your insightful, empathic self. Can I heal these points up real quick while I'm chilling? Can you what? The things you did to yourself. Heal the points <laughs> up. Do you need short rest. The battered room. Uh, you're not going to need a short rest because you're, you're about to point. So I can still raise my six points of damage. Unless if you're healing. Are you spending healing? No, I'm taking Not? a nap. You're not taking a nap. No. <laughs> so no time for a short rest? Didn't you? Not a short rest. You no. can use short a potion rest. or you can use some of my tree's healing or no. Hit dice, hit dice would be a short rest. So you've you spent a lot of time flying around this area and trying to I, find I this place. I always was. Okay. <laughs> so like I said, you can use a little bit of healing if you want or a potion or whatever, but... It's only six and maybe push through. Yeah. So you have a concussion. It'll come out later when you go to sleep. Um, so your connection to the crystal shards, finally you guys recommune and you realize that the shards are stronger than you thought. Without wasting any more time flying around the area trying to find the source of their empathic animations, you hone in on exactly where they are coming from. A large mound that lays near to the icy ring of the Ensele shield. So you guys are like, it's down there, Fiero, it's down there. And Fiero's circling about kind of slow and he's like well we don't want to we don't want to park like right in front of the building because what if there's some kind of automated defenses or something so he parks it about a mile away behind another ridge parks a ship you guys are on the deck of the ship and it is freezing you guys are probably only about a mile or two maybe three from the edge of the ancillary shield from the shield that protects you from atlantis it is freezing what are you doing? Huddling together. I have a cloak. I'm cold. Mm -hmm. Getting really warm, and then we huddle together, and I've we're got, cuddling. I've got some torches. Oh, I got fire. True. But I don't want to waste it. As I say, yeah. Sorry, I love you. You could, guys, you could light up. Uh, you could light up the sword. We didn't buy any cold winter food. All I'm saying is, I feel like I should be pretty attuned to the cold because I'm literally from the sea. Yeah, but it's a different kind of cold. Like the more pressure you put on yourself, the more your body compacts. So it's not so much I'm resistant to cold. It's the more pressure, the deeper I go, the more my body is pressurized from the cold. We can always use that gross bug. And <laughs> do a do, do a, a tom -tom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's crawl, crawl up in the bug. 
can I tinker with my armor to see if I can generate all the heat in, in my armor? Since I'm covered in the plate armor? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, which is why it's bothering you even more right now. Like, it's so cold! Oh my god, why am I here? This sucks. I hate you people. <laughs> I'm just like, snuggle. Alright, so any ideas? Here, any... half elf, I'm half elf. Let's let's keep You guys going. can just become one mass of arms and legs and just wander around no, together. No, we learned that last time. Yeah, right. About holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do the crystal, does the crystal, the gravity crystal give off any heat? I have it torches. Does not. Yeah. Why don't we just shoot the cannon on ourselves? I mean, I have torches. I don't know if that's... Yeah, yeah it's good for light. Right. It might be a little bit, it'll keep your hand warm. But that's about it, huh? Mm. Just light us on fire temporarily. That's fine. <laughs> I have candles. <laughs> I have some disguise kits. Those are probably... Long sleeve. Just put layers of makeup on. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. How about create heat? Is that a good spell? Yeah. What do you have it memorized? What about create heat in the cold? I, mean, I, 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 I have it's a not a real spell. Fireball can't create heat. But we have it's not, it's not a real spell. It's not a really create heat. It's, I just said create heat. Yeah, no, I thought you were talking about one of the other spells. Like <laughs> create. <laughs> Constitution saving throw. Or you lose a nipple. If you fail, yeah, pretty much. You freeze it off. <laughs> if you fail, you take one level. I got three. That's fine. Um, every hour, if you fail the Constitution saving throw, you take a level of exhaustion. So, we're playing my rules, though, where you have extra levels of exhaustion equal to your Constitution modifier. So, what's your Constitution modifiers? So you have one extra level of exhaustion. One. One. So you guys have one extra level of exhaustion before. Exhaustion. Exhaustion. I'm trying to comment. Normally, if you don't have that, you take one level of exhaustion, you have the same shit that you're poisoned with right now. You have disadvantage on skill checks. Not saving throws or nothing else, just disadvantage on skill checks. Um, fight that off because every time we're moving, I'm going to be shadowboxing. Okay, wait. As, as an action, I can use my thieves or artisan skills to give one property to a non-magical tiny object. Okay. One, one of them is emit light, or the other one is static visual effect on the surface. Okay. But the light. Can it be? 
That's what I'm saying. So yeah. if you want to convert it using convert one spell slot. Oh. Okay. Otherwise, you guys are going to have to give me some constitution saving throws. Hold on. There's got to be a way. I'm shadow boxing. Sierra's like, are you, are you all okay? Of course, she's on fire, so it doesn't bother Sierra, me. just come on. Can we, can we yeah. take him with us? Oh no, he's staying on the ship. He's not a fighter. He's All a robber, right. he's not a fighter. If I realize I'm going to get too cold to be able to do much, I will, I will spell, uh, I will use the spell Fiora, to uh, have... tinker my armor into creating heat for myself. Okay. So. Alright, so you're going to do it right now? Yeah, I'll do it So either give me whatever you want, arcana or a tinkering check or intelligence check. Intelligence, then. Fiora, do you have anything you can transmit your heat to that we can... Can't we just hug the stick? Give you a stick. I'll give it. I'll give you a. Why don't we just hug I'll the arrow? I'll let it on fire. Well, he's staying with the ship. That's not going to help us when we go inside. And we have to walk. <laughs> we have to keep walking. Also, he's on fire. <laughs> it's the extreme. Is, is there a spell that someone can cast, like a heat spell? That's what she's doing. Totally. I mean, I have a fire bolt, but that just sets things on fire. Like an internal warming spell. We just oh, so she's doing it herself right now. She's trying herself. to. But can you do it twice? So if you can tweak your own abilities right now, like that's what she's doing. She doesn't have an ability that gives her that. Mm. She's tweaking something right now to give it to herself. And that's why I made her made it cost a spell slot. Normally her spells for free. Yeah, so that'd be a ten. Efficiency modifier. Okay, well, let's see. Let's see. Question. Well, I, I need, need 11, so proficiency okay. modifier is right here. Oh, okay, well, then it would be 12. Right. Just barely made barely. it. Barely. Oh You're God. like, it doesn't feel it good. Cool jams. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel good, but you made it. Okay, so, question. I can create a spiritual weapon out of anything. Can I create a ball of fire and just like. Spiritual weapons are usually made out of something. some kind of weapon. I, ha I have a hemp and a rope, but maybe you could just like ball it up and create a ball of fire. Well, it'd be like a torch, though. Well, not really. It would be bigger. Are you, you tweaking? What ability are you tweaking? Right I don't think you've got any spells. I don't have spells. any spells. No spells. No, she just. No, we but if I made a ball of fire, it would really be cold. It's fine. A ball of fire that just hovered in the middle of us walking. But it would be like radiant energy. It'd be radiant. No. Spiritual, spiritual weapon. I want it to be just fire. So she's a cleric, oh, okay. and you're a blood hunter. So you're a killing machine. She's a That's healing machine. That's all I can do. Uh, we're like bathing the blood of your enemies. I'll say we'll more. find something to kill, and then we'll rub his blood all over. Right. I'm just saying we we. Blood's a good see, 97 degrees. I knew we right? shouldn't have threw that thing overboard. We could have used that thing to keep us warm. We could have hid inside of it. I like Leonardo DiCaprio in the bear. We should have thought that. about that. Or Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, can well, we go fire? Can we go back and get it? It's like on the floor no. somewhere. <laughs> it was a good try. You know it's a good idea. Not really. It is Spiritual a weapon is innate fire. Okay, so weapon. I can... We can just be cold. We just gotta go fast. See, but then... I guess we could run. I can... I've got two more spell slots. Could we, to, to you allow me to tinker or something? It says uh, to give one property to a non-magical tiny object. So would I be able to do the same? It would be like just pocket like, warmers, though. Pocket, pocket like warmers is not, not going to do it for yeah, the I wouldn't, I wouldn't use your spell yeah. slots for that. Yeah. 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 Your armor's there. different. Yeah, my armor's different. Yeah. It's fine. We'll just shadow box. See, this is why I'm feeling like if we had you just want to challenge it because it would make it too much difference. Alright, I'll let you do it. But same thing. What level spell is it? First? Yeah. Or Here's second. Do you have a second level spell? Um, yeah, spell? I just should I use that, probably, I guess. If you use it, you have to give me a religion check as you plead with your elder or whoever it is that's your deity to alter the basic tenets of this clerical spell to emit heat instead of Radiant energy. Okay. So Please. religion check. So the whatever you gods are. Oh, they hate me. Gods hate me. Because Kelly's really. What am I adding? Religion. Religion. It's five. No. You're too far away. So the heralds hate the evil is blocking your natural connection with. So I lost the seven levels of spot. Yes. So we still have that crystal. Don't we still have part of the crystal? Yeah, it's part of the soul stone flower. I can make a tea. I'm an herbalist. Mm. If you take the crystal and like launch a fire spell, into I have alchemy supplies. Can I create something? You could. Mm. Maybe. You can you might be able to do some um, alchemical gel that makes keeps right. it warm. That we keep all over our bodies. It Maybe. would only work for you. Oh damn it! Well, let me do that then. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys! I'm going home. <laughs> Looks like we're gonna freeze, sister. I'm cool with it. I told him I'm gonna shadow box. <laughs> Listen. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. All right, Alchemical Creations. In my handy-dandy Atlantis Player's Handbook, we have Alchemist's Ice. No, we don't want that. Mm -mm. No ice. Frostproof Gel. Frostproof Gel? I could use that. So All right. So you're in the cold. You should be able to find some material components. Unfortunately, it's probably going to take you about an hour to find these components brew them into this gel and then apply you have fun it to with the that body. I'm gonna start moving through these stuff <laughs> <laughs> I'm running um, you could try right now to put something together um, you're not familiar with this environment though so you're, you're gonna be like eh, I know where I would find stuff in the beast land but I have some stuff in my backpack I have like a you know I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you roll. I'm gonna let you try. I have do a tinder box. Like this. Like you're gonna pop it open and go. This, this, this. I'm a genius. Okay. But I'm gonna tell you, if you roll really bad, it could be stuff you put on your skin that ends up poisoning you. Oh, lovely. 
Uh, I'll let you roll. I'll let you try. Did you heal me already? Can can she help me out if I fail? Do you have the remove poison spell? Or lesser restoration? I think you have lesser restoration. Right? Yep. Is anyone skilled in survival? Maybe you think you should be you need help on roll? Nature. Nature? No, anyone skilled in survival? I have a plus five in survival, but I'm not skilled. It'd be nature. Nature. Uh, I have a plus four in nature. I have a zero in nature. Okay. <laughs> well. Um, well, you're trained in alchemy. Okay. So, you want to help her? I'll help her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoever wants to help her, okay. go ahead and give me a nature check right now. Okay. If you're cursed right now, you have disadvantage. I've got a plus five. I'm not cursed. You're cursed right now, right? So. Uh, from the. From the herald gate. Yes. Do I have to be? Basically, you guys are gonna help? be cursed until you get to the front door. I'm not cursed. Yeah, I'm proficient to help. Uh, nature check. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two. Are you skilled in it? I have a plus four, but I am not. Are you skilled, skilled in it? No. You wait. Yes, I am skilled in it. Okay. The circle's filled in? Yes. You were confused before? I was. Okay. Alright, so she aids you, mm-hmm. which gives you 22. advantage, which counteracts the disadvantage you normally would get. Right. Okay, so now you're just going to roll one dice, and you're going to add your nature, which is a plus zero, right? Yep. And then I've got a number else, something else in my mind. Because it's, it's hard to find the, the stuff out here. So then roll. Do I have to tell you what that says? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to tell you what it says. <laughs> a two? <laughs> so yeah, you start scraping together stuff. You're like, you're like, I'm going to try really hard to find this stuff, and you find some some weeds and stuff that you are pretty sure would help in creating this frost pack thing. Right. And you're like, oh, you know, we don't normally get snow or cold that far north where I'm from. Right. So let me try grinding this together and mixing it. And you make this paste that smells disgusting. <laughs> you're like... Yeah, yeah. you start putting it right? <laughs> I wish she probably face. would do a little I'll right here, not on my face. Let's yeah. just start here. And almost immediately start breaking on rash. Yeah, let's just start here. <laughs> um, that's, that's not working. Uh, I need water. Frozen water. Frozen water. <laughs> Alright, so colder. you're poisoned right now. Yeah. Alright? So you're going to use a spell slot to cast lesser restoration? All my spell slots are going to be done before we even get where we're going. Chuck off on the first level? Second. Second level. Thank you Ooh. for saving me. Damn. I appreciate you. Yeah, I got one. Alright, so. Yikes. Everybody else give me a constitution saving throw because I think it's about time to figure out what's going on with you in the cold here. Did you see that? Last year. Um, Does that count? <laughs> 19. Just the one or is it, are we still blessed? Uh, yes. No, you're not blessed. No. Anymore. Okay. Nothing happens yet because you have an extra padded layer of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. So, but in an hour, when we roll again, mm-hmm. if you roll below a ten, you take a level of exhaustion. You start the, the cold starts creeping in your bones. Okay. Are so, we running now? Are we trying to get to our destination? Yep. All right, we're running. <laughs> start beating feet. All right. I have the stuck in my head. 
But you doing the Yoda song. I didn't do the Yoda song. I know, song. it just came into my head. <laughs> so, you, you guys are about a mile away, and you guys start trekking it over towards the what you believe is the entrance to the stronghold. Is there anything you guys want to do on the way to the entrance, or prepare, Any other bus? than... I have nothing. I guess I, I feel things that I can bark inspiration. I'll blast them. No, we're not in combat. Yeah, so. I guess I have nothing happening yet. Um, I will, I will prep Torag actually. Yes. My, uh, Torag! Torag! Torag. 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 Yep. So I'm gonna prep him, I'm gonna take him out with my spore and put the tools in him and... That's great sound And he activates and he immediately starts... And he kind of like crawls back into your cloak. And he kind of hugs the, the heat of your armor. Just hang out in there for a wee while. We might need you. Alright. Um, so for future reference, being this far south, normally because you guys are walking out, not wearing a whole lot of clothing. And you're in Antarctica. Even though you're under an ice dome, you're on the edge of the ice dome and it's freezing. And you're not wearing a lot of clothes. So you are literally like... <laughs> so D&D rules say every hour you make a saving throw. But it doesn't say it's just for freezing temperatures. But if it's like negative 50 degrees outside, every hour you're telling me you're going to roll a constitution saving throw, and nothing, it doesn't say, it doesn't change. It's always a DC 10. No. Every hour that you're out there, the DC gets higher by one. And if it's sub-zero freezing temperatures, like negative 50, like it is here, it's every half hour. Do we see any animals running around? No. Nothing furry? No. no. It would be nice to see a polar bear. No. I was thinking for some skin. Yeah. 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 You're going to kill a polar bear and skin it? Yeah. I'm vegan, but my character might In the, in the, like, hour you have to find these people. No. Sure, I was just sure. thinking it would give me a big hug. It could. Or a Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Or I give you a hug. With his claws. Um, in your body. So yeah, I need to, I just need to press that it's freezing. You guys are yeah, but I freezing. Think we got it. Are we cold though? You're pretty chilly. <laughs> you, you can tell. Bing. You're pretty. Ah, it's cold. Metal armor. <laughs> I found our crystals, guys. <laughs> they were made of They were with us all Alright. <laughs> so you guys push on towards what you have doubly named Skullhold for this reason. The entrance to the underground mountain stronghold eerily resembles that of a giant skull. What? <laughs> it eerily resembles that of a giant skull minus the lower jaw. Okay? Two smaller holes rest near where the nose should be with two larger holes set higher up in the mountain. The teeth of the upper jaw resemble large runic plates depicting the evolution of the Deathtronics, these evil, this evil sect of golems. The size of these plates is immense, they're huge, as is made obvious by the fact that these rogue golems have grown to immense proportions. Remember, these things are the size of giants, they're huge. No obvious entrance exists from where you stand, short of the nose or the eyes, which are 50 feet and 100 feet up a sheer wall. What dost thou do? You guys are at the face of this mountain, and you can tell that it's an entrance of some type. 
and the teeth just look like these huge plates that are carved into the mountain with little nose slits about 50 feet up and then eyes, you know, giant eyes that are about 100 feet up. Are there doors? You can't tell. The teeth are like... Maybe. Yeah. You want to look around and poke, I, poke the doors? Let's say, can I do a perception check just to see... Yeah, just to see, like, yeah. one, if there's any traps. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys have made it to the door now, and those of you that were cursed earlier, you feel it kind of start to subside. Nice. Especially as um, Mike Street cast bless on you guys. It helped to kind of alleviate this this overburdening sense of doom and evil on your souls. So that's kind of passed away now. And you guys are like, let's do this. We're here for a reason. Let's let's get out get the people get out of here. Okay? I guess I'm Torag to see about the, what? Poor Torag. <laughs> just like, hey, there might be some mines or something. Like, just oh, go. You go die, and then yeah. make sure you do six eggs. Scream really loud if you die, so we'll know it's fast. Like, yeah, fine. right. I think we'll go. <laughs> just juke anybody yeah. you see in there. You'll be fine. Just hide. Can he fly or no? He can fly. Okay. <laughs> so, yep, your call. All right. Why don't we sit here? Torag, go ahead. I'm going to dance here. Go see. Keep myself alive. You see. Uh... Go see if you can find how to get into this place for you. Alright. I can't do yeah, I can't do robot songs. There you go. I can so. do Siri. <laughs> Playing Super Knot songs. What? That was a Super Knot song. Alright, so Tudic flies up, sinks into one of the noses, and it disappears for a minute. So you got uh, maybe about 30 seconds or so. While he's exploring, what are you guys doing? You're gonna dance, give me a performance check, and see what everybody thinks. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> performance. Leave the dancing to the bard. I am right. Not bad. Definitely some half elf <laughs> dancing going on. You know, like, I'm doing here's the world's workout humans dance. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> Disco. <Yeah. laughs> What's everybody else doing? What are you doing? I, I am. You can totally be start looking around at these yeah. walls. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm exploring the walls. Just Did you want to help you? Like you said you wanted a perception pers- check? Yeah, just checking to see what's going on. Investigating. Not perception. Give me perception, perception checks first. And remember, if it's lower than your passive, just use your passive. 14. <laughs> 19. 19 total? So you start looking at these walls. 17. And um, you're looking at each of these runic plates. And first thing you tell That's is that perception. these carvings were once originally they were once originally like humanoid carvings and now you're looking you can tell that almost like hieroglyphs there was a main hieroglyph and then somebody like carved over it so they were they're they're fleshy looking humanoid giants with robotic heads so obviously somebody else used to live here and they carved over the original carving so that's the first thing you notice at all or you can't tell that much so but as you're kind of poking around you look down and you're like oh we're in a tundra a little bit of snow cover here and you look over and let's say there's five teeth right in the front the third the, the second from the right tooth has no <laughs> the baby tooth yeah it's gonna fall out right in front of you you see a lot of boot marks in the ground in front of this tooth. I take like my dagger. Like almost going into the tooth. I gave you the wrong number. 
So they're 30 feet up. These are giant sized glyphs. They're glyphs of giants. Hold. <laughs> they are up there. So he hasn't come back yet? No, this is what you guys are doing while he's. Okay, he's still checking. Can I do a perception check on the second door to see if there's a way to open it? You can do an investigation check. Investigation. Mm -hmm. I use my cantrip mage hand to take my dagger and <laughs> slash the fucking hieroglyphs. So mage hands are very weak. So they're, they're it says carry up to 10 pounds. My yeah, but it can't make attacks. So you're gouging something. I mean, you, you can. Your, your dagger's going attacks. like this. Like, it's going like this. It's, yeah. You're just kind of dragging a dagger along the wall. It's not like stabbing it and gouging it profusely. Like, die, face. Fine, I throw my dagger at the dagger. Six, sir. So 15. All right, so you walk over and right about... Yeah, your perception check was really good. So, right about, I'd say about 10 feet up, you kind of, you're looking around, and you can see that there are grooves in the root of the tooth, like the tooth goes up. You, you automatically are like, okay, guys, figured it out. The tooth goes up, this is how they get in and out. But how the hell do they open this, this thing? And you guys, just like secret doors, you start pushing on different things, trying to... And you reach up as high as you can go, not you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somebody else tall has a stick or something. You're, you're whacking everything. And you whack one thing up there. It's like a shoulder pad of one of the giants. Or, or a knee pad of one of the giants. And you, you feel it depress a little bit. But it's about 10 feet up. Can I stand on your shoulders? What's my jump height? Your jump height is your strength modifier. Why don't I just stand on your shoulders? Well, well, we can you're telling me I can't jump? <laughs> I am incapable of jumping. <laughs> My feet cannot leave the ground at the same time. Well, you are a uh, bitch. Do you still have mage hat now? Yes. Three plus your strength modifier. Push it with mage so hand? So I can jump for three. <laughs> can I use mage hand now? <laughs> so, two things happen. So you have your mage hand still kind of here with the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> All you guys are hearing is <laughs> as this dagger just dragging along the wall like this. She's trying. just a little bit, but it doesn't push it enough. At the same time, the little guy comes back, flies back down, and he relays all that to you. There's a lever on the other side. Huge lever. He says, big hole, big hole, giants, giant hole, big lever, giant lever. And he, he kind of points to where the, the button is on the outside. He goes, lever. So he's saying that the lever's on the other side of that button? Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotta push the so button. we need to push the button harder. So, right, can you push the button? He flies up and it's the same with the mage hand. He's like, so, like, so you guys see as it depresses, the button is about that big. Okay. It's a knee pad of a giant. And it's huge. Alright. Uh, can I launch lightning at it then? Well, no, I have a plan. Yeah, I used to be a cheerleader. I'm a mermaid cheerleader. We can do, well, not me. We could do a basket toss. You will not talk there to me. Are, there are four of us. <laughs> so, wait, we're it's, not only, it's only ten feet up. Yeah. Yeah, we're 
we're not strong enough to stand on each other's shoulders. Well, I mean, she's like, no. Yeah, she's like, no. 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 She's like, me and Ricky will be, I'm sorry, me and uh, my tree will be here. We get Maeve up, push her up, each of us has a foot, you push the button, and then, you know, just for funsies, for some flair, right. we do a basket toss, throw you up, and don't fall back, and we'll catch you. <laughs> and I'm really strong, so we got this. Yeah. There you go, we nice. got a strong yeah, person, because yeah. we all suck. Okay. We, so, yeah, I know, Kelsey's usually our strength. <laughs> she's not here. Alright, so, this is which one of you? Yeah, she's tiny, we look good. Okay. Alright. Sure enough, right at the inside, 
So there's a button right next to it is a lever on the inside. So that was just next to it. And that's how you get back out. So, all right, okay, the door's well, open. In the meantime, um, I'm going to take Kiranda's Kiranda's staff that I've had since our first game, and I'm going to prop it up underneath this door just in case, mm. <laughs> so we can have a speedy exit. There you go. What are you afraid of? There's nothing um, in here. I'm afraid of the thing closing, and then us having to figure out a way to open the lever again with no strength between most of us, <laughs> other than <laughs> Alessandro over here. All right, so you open up the door, and these are 10-foot squares. Okay? This is a giant place. Why are they so big? Well, it's a <laughs> place. No, no, yeah, why is giant place. Why? They're really tall, man. You're, 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 like you're, freaking, giant. you're like, what's the girl from Resident Evil? <laughs> like a lady Demistrou. Oh, yeah, Lady Demistrou. So and freaking huge. <laughs> you're Lady Demistrou. Oh, wow. Got yeah. the Yeah, she's, she's pretty big. Um... <clears throat> What meager light there is coming through the nose and eye sockets illuminates the short corridor down the length of its 90-ish feet. You're 10 foot squares, so 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60-ish feet. Um, glistening off what looks to be two metal doors at the end. All along the walls are more etchings of robots fighting humans. All the golems are huge in scale as compared to the humans and seem to be led by one who is even larger than the others. The ceilings here are about 50 feet high, and the ground is stamped concrete, much different from the coarse earth outside. The chill also radiates inside the stronghold, so it is still important to keep moving. You guys see this, the door, uh, down at the end of the corridor, and give me active perception checks, not your passive, active perception. So whatever you roll. Just a little bit. Oh, and friend. a head pop out, mm. probably about six feet tall, and pop back in. And there's light coming from the other side of this door. Hello? Hi. Everybody roll initiative. I was going to say, it's not my mom. <laughs> six feet tall. She's she wearing some tall. Demonas or whatever the black <laughs> Sandra, four. And four for me. And we'll give you five. Maeve? Eleven. Sonia? Fifteen. Alright, this is what you see. Ten foot, ten foot uh, squares, ten foot grid. And a door cracked open probably about a foot and a half. I'm going to click my heels together like Dorothy to activate my boots' teeth. Um, and then I'm going to... There's no place like home. Move up, not completely. 
And I like raise my voice a little, and I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> we're just we're just here to find our mom, and we're not we don't want to hurt you. So like we're just trying to we're just trying to find our mom. Like we can avoid a whole confrontation here. We're trying to find my mom. No, it's my, my mom. mom. No, it's my our mom. mom. Our we're mom. sisters. My it's mom. our mom. <laughs> so like, if you want, open the door. We can talk. Give me another perception check. Perception or um, persuasion? Perception. Sixteen. You hear what sounds like talking on the other side of the door, like. Can I hear it too? No. You hear two voices on the other side of the door talking to each other. Can I use fluency as a cantrip? Well, you dash. Maeve, what are you doing? <laughs> Alright, um, I am going to run up and, I mean, I'll get as far as I can. My, the next thing I want to do is try to open the door. Alright, what's your speed? Uh, it is 30. Alright, so 30 feet here. Yep. And uh, I'm still in Thunder Gauntlet mode, so I'm going to punch some stuff as I get there. Is that your speed? That's so are you going to dash to you or no? Oh yeah, I'm going to dash to you then. Yeah, I'll try to try to get up to the door. Like right, so you can get to the door, but that's your movement, that's okay. your action. All right. So you're right there. So are you on the outside of the closed door? There's two doors. Yeah. So there's a closed door and there's a cracked open door. Mm, I don't want to stand in any kind of fatal tunnel there, but... Uh, is there, there's no off to the side standing? Yeah, so I mean, the door's closed right here. Yeah. Now it's, it goes right up to the door. Right this is the open one on the right. Yeah, I'll stop five feet short so I don't get hit by the door if it comes smacking out. Okay. Which, but, do, which door is it? Oh, whichever one that's open, I'll try to stand. So I can, so I can open it. Oh, right, so you're standing behind the slightly talking. open door. I can okay. talk over you. You're tiny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maitri? I'm going to dash. And what's your speed? Uh, 60 dash. Alright, you're up next to Alicia. Yep. Do I hear anything or see anything? Yeah, I mean, Alicia kind of like hints at you like, there's no sign, there's something on the other side of the door. We're talking. Hello. Maybe, maybe we should find the other side of that. It doesn't seem like we left the Bourbon House very much either. And that we killed a couple of people in here. They love that. I doubt that. Fuck Marmadons. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra? I am gonna get up to 30. It's 30. My uh, speed is 30. Your dash, though. I don't want to dash. I think that it's important for me to keep an eye out for what's coming up behind us as well. Okay. Possibility. So I need to stay back so that I can keep that. She's our strength. (laughs) (laughs) She's our common sense. (laughs) If we're all huddled together and they bust the door, they kill us all. happens for the first turn, um, you hear this very robotic voice. Who are you? Why are you in our home? Mama? Mama? We were attacked by a bunch of Myrmidons, and some of our stuff was stolen, and we've just 
been on this mission just trying to get our things back and one of those things just happens to be one of our sister's mom and we've tracked her here. Help. And we've killed a lot of Myrmidons on the way. My blood, or my sword is covered in their blood. Uh, you three in front, give me perception checks. <laughs> Nat 20. <laughs> nice. Is it? You guys hear the telltale, telltale recognizable sound of someone drawing a crossbow. You recognize. Duck. I have been nothing but kind. And you hear, you hear, leave now before we have to hurt you. Don't hurt us. I should let you know that we all know quite We're a few cute. You should open the door. And lightning spells. <laughs> Come get some. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready to go, but this isn't going to end well for you, my friend. Right. Serena, you're up. Oh shit! <laughs> Army crawl. All I do is talk. You're the talker. <laughs> I'm just the talker. Now, okay, so the door is closed, so I can't no, cast. No, one door is closed. One is cracked. The other one is cracked open, probably about three feet. Can I see feet. through the crack from where I'm standing? Very, very, very faintly. You can still I cast that a spell much. into that area? If you want, mm-hmm. you just can't target anybody. You don't see anybody. Oh, that's fine. I'm gonna cast Shatter. Okay, where? <laughs> Show me on the white piece of paper in there. It's a 60 foot radius, or 60 foot range, or 10 foot radius. Remember, 10 foot squares. Thunder wave or thunder clap? Thunder clap. 
you create a burst of thunder sound that can be heard up to 100 feet away. Each creature within range other than you, the range is five feet. I was going to say, 100 feet. Everybody within 100 feet takes 26 damage. <laughs> okay. That's why I got excited. That's a right there. That's, That's My twerking came in handy. <laughs> That's badunkadunk. Okay, That's, fine. Uh, I'll run in. And now that I'm in there, can we reveal? I can reveal it to you, but without that again, they're not going to be able to see nothing. You guys can't, you can't see, see nothing. nothing. Okay, I can't, you can't see, see anything. You guys can't see nothing. Now, I have a concern. Can I, can I tell her my concern before she runs on in? I mean, if you want, you're whispering from behind now. Why are there They're a giant, giant bow and arrow? Remember, you just heard that? Can you slither in on the floor? Can you, that's why I keep saying slither in on the floor it's so that the giant bow and arrow doesn't attack you. Uh-huh. If I get uh-huh. to the table, that's... No, we need you, so no one can't leave. You, don't need you, can't, <laughs> you can't have that attitude that I must... Let me I'm read to you really quick what it looks like. Oh my god, you're killing me. <laughs> so, this is just for you, but everybody pay attention because you'll see it eventually. Okay. So, this room is very large and well lit. A brazier is sitting in each corner. I only have two braziers, sorry. Um, two tables sit in the center of the room. Broken chairs laying all about. Another large metal door leads east with a second leading west. By the way... Spiders? That is east and that is west. Are those broken chairs or spiders? Most peculiar about this room are the giant bodies of Myrmidon queens littering the floor. Their dried out husks leave the room smelling strongly of pollen and musk, making it harder to breathe without coughing. All along the walls in this room are more etchings and murals depicting golems in battle against all manner of creatures, appearing more as saviors to the Atlanteans than warriors against them. The south wall has a massive stone carving coming out from it that was obviously the form of a giant before its head and arms were remodeled to look like a golems. Eerily enough, the red ruby it has for one eye seems to twinkle in the light of the braziers. So that is not a giant. That is a giant oh statue. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna fake that thing. <laughs> yeah. This table is on its side now, and you see two golems on the other side of it with their crossbows out. And as soon as you jump in, they go, ping, and they shoot. Because they had ready actions. I Alright, what's your own request, Jason? Jukity juke! Yeah. Alright. <laughs> one one quarrel goes really wide. The second one though was camping. The second one hits you right in the shoulder for seven damage. Oh. That ain't shit! Seven piercing. Let's go. Now we're now we're twins. Damaged. Seven damage. Hmm? But you are inside now. Ten foot. These are ten foot There's squares. Yeah, they are. Now I'm going to cast Shatter right there. Right there. <laughs> you need to have some yeah. water and cool now. No, I'm excited. and pull out my app. Shat that I'm going to pull up my ass. What is it? It is 3d8, 4d8. Okay. What's the saving throw? Is it an attack or the saving throw? Um, it says 10 foot radius all. 3d8 plus 1d8. Thunder damage. Save halves. Constitution because I haven't used this all night long. Yeah, the jingle. Alright. I would play with them. It's so satisfying. Alright. 22. 22 damage? Yep. And, and, non magical unattended objects also take damage. I'm trying to blow that fucking table out. 
Constitution saving throw. It is constitution. All right. You see one of their eyes are blinking kind of hard like this, and you hear this grinding sound in their heads, 
and their eyes almost like spin around in their heads and they refocus and they recalibrate their eyes and they look at you and both of their crossbows now point at you. So they didn't go blind? You don't think so. Yeah, you got 10 more feet of movement. You want to? You can. Sure, behind okay. the door. Go back outside and tell me what's going on. They're not blind. You see what's going on because she's coming out. Going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work! Alright, you're up, Alessandra. Okay, so I'm going to sprint into the room. Alright, 10, 20, 30. You want to use an action to dash? 20, 50, 50. Yeah. 10, 20. There you are. You're not going to get to do an action this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm lighting up. Okay. You have 10 more feet of movement. Which direction do you want to go? You see her heading this way. Right. Which direction is she going? She's just going to stand there. Okay. I'm going to go left. And you said there's stones. Oh, I can't get through stones, can I? Can I? Fire? No, these are giant stone tables. I'm just trying to... Oh, nah. I was going to say cut the table in half. So that oh, no, these things are huge. There's no way. All right. Um... Bonus action, I believe, to light your sword on fire. Yep, I'm ready to go. All right, so you guys see her take out her sword. It's already out, I'm sure. Yep. And you see her just take some part of her body, and she just, like, like just cut herself. Um, I think you take D4 damage. D4. D4. Four damage. No piercing. Sorry, give me a second. Four. Okay, so you take four damage. Four damage. Right there, that big box in the top, in the middle. sword catch on fire. Right. Alright, so now she's got this flaming sword as she starts running around the table. Alright? These guys turn. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys go really quick. Um, they kind of toss their swords to the side. Um, everybody everybody but Maitri, give me an insight check. Which one's insight? Which one's So you two, as you're kind of like going on the same side, you notice this guy's kind of like, and he looks at the other guy, and the other guy's like, ah! <laughs> and the other guy's like, oh, he's like grabbing him, he's like, no, let's go! And this guy comes running on the side. He's weak. 10, 20, 30. Right. Yeah, he's emotionally weak. We can convince him. Yeah, he can move over. This guy kind of comes out, 10, 20, 30. Are we running? This guy gets up on you, my uh, Maeve, and he's got this giant <laughs> golem serrated sword, and he just and he comes out and he tries to hit you two times, and he hits you once. I have a 19, yeah. Yep, he hits you. Right. And you take, you take, you take, you take. absorb damage, actually. You take nine points of slashing damage. I'm going to 1d4 plus two damage absorb with my armor. Okay. Uh, so that's three points off of that. So you said nine? Yep. So minus three is six. So All right. Okay. Round one done. After we, we kill these guys. Take a break and come back to this in one minute.